Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, our hardship, our persecution, our famine, our nakedness, our danger, our sword? And he goes on to say, no. In all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby brings you his own unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Travel through time back to Bobby's humble beginnings as a valet, parking cars. Journey with Bobby through his experiences with various companies and his travels to China. Today, Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. If you are enjoying the show and want it to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email Bobby at onthebrightside.org or a call at 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. As you join Bobby today, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at his church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner Bobby Bollinger. A man goes to the doctor and he says, Doc, you've got to do something to help me stop snoring. So the doctor says, well, is your snoring disturbing your wife? And the guy says, no, just the rest of the congregation. You know, it's bad enough if you sleep in church, but do something about the snoring, okay? (laughs) Okay, well, you know, one of the reasons that we love to come to church is because it's so easy to feel God's presence when we're in here. It's a very natural thing to worship and praise God together with a united voice. But I want to ask you what happens when we're out there. We're in the world and we're... Right in the middle of the rat race. Isolated from our Christian family. What happens when we don't feel God's presence? And I know most of us have had many personal experiences where uh, God reveals himself to us when we are out there. But I'm talking about the times when it sure doesn't feel like that he's out there. Well, the first thing I want to do this morning is to remind you that our commitment to Christ isn't based on our feelings. It's based on our faith. We love it when we feel God's presence. But it's important to understand that God is with us whether we feel his presence or not. We're assured of his promise a number of times, like in Matthew when the Lord said, Be sure of this. I am with you always. Always. Even until the end of the age. I love this old Indian legend. Listen to this. It's said that the Cherokee Indians had a rite of passage for their young boys that they had to pass before they could become a man. And the father of the boy would take him into the forest and blindfold him and leave him alone all night. He was required to sit on a stump the entire night and not remove the blindfold until the morning sun shone through it. He cannot cry out for help to anyone. He knows that if he survives the night, he will be a man. 
The boy can hear all the noises of the forest. He knows the wild animals must be all around him. He gets tired and he gets cold. And when the wind starts to blow, he becomes terrified. Finally, after the horrifying endless night, the sun appears and he removes the blindfold. And that's when he realizes that his father has been sitting on a stump only a few feet away. His father had been there all night protecting his son from harm. You see, it doesn't matter how we feel. We're not alone. Our Heavenly Father is right there watching over us no matter what we're going through. And He gets even better. He sent His Son Jesus to walk beside us right here Reachable, approachable, able to confide in. He could lead us through any situation. And on our other side is His Holy Spirit, God's Spirit, able to penetrate and activate His will and purpose right inside our life. So it's our faith, not our feelings, that we trust. And our faith is based on and built on truth. Our faith isn't blind because we have experienced His presence. We've seen the truth of His Word carried out in our life and in thousands of others. Our faith gets stronger as we witness these facts. We've seen miracles. We've seen supernatural intervention in impossible situations. Our faith isn't raw, baseless faith. Faith. It's real. It's like knowing the air conditioning is on in here just because it's cool. So listen to me. If you're not feeling all that spiritual sometimes, let me tell you something. When you submit your life to Christ and you live by faith, you have the assurances that the Apostle Paul is talking about. When he said this, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship our persecution, our famine, our nakedness, our danger, our sword. And he goes on to say, no. In all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Oh, I have to read the rest of it. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We're not alone. Nothing can separate us from God. Nothing. Nothing. We are not alone. Can you say amen to that? Hallelujah. Have you ever heard the phrase, the squeaky wheel gets the grease? Well, this saying also has a profound spiritual meaning. Stay tuned to hear how persistence gets God's attention. If you are enjoying the show and want it to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org 
or a call at 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com Thanks to our sponsor, Nebo Tools, with flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. On the Bright Side returns. Have you ever heard the phrase, the squeaky wheel gets the grease? I I figured you had. Well, there are lots of examples of what this saying can mean in our everyday life. For instance, in, in our business, we refer to the squeaky wheel getting the grease in our collections department. Because as you know, when, when, some people, uh, when you send some people a bill, they don't always pay it on time. <clears throat> so, I mean, for lots of reasons, but we've learned over the years that the most important component to collecting what is owed is to just make your request for payment often. Make it frequent. And be very consistent. So we found when you squeak often, you get results. So I know you understand the concept, but you may not realize that the squeaky wheel concept is also a kingdom principle. And I'm going to explain that. It's a kingdom principle related to what kind of faith that we have. And to remind you of it, I have to tell you a story about a man named Bart. Actually, his name was Bartimaeus. We know everybody called him Bart. So it seems that when Jesus left Jerusalem one time and headed toward Jericho, a large crowd followed him. And during the trip along the road was Bart. And Bart was a beggar because he was also blind. Well, when he heard the crowd approaching and he learned that Jesus was among them, Bartimaeus got excited. He yelled at the top of his voice, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Well, the leaders of this horde of people coming down rebuked him. They told him to shut up. And Bartimaeus felt his window of opportunity closing. So what did he do? He ignored them. He yelled even louder, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus heard him above the noise, and he stopped. He asked Bartimaeus, what do you want from me? And Bart said, Lord, I want to see. 
Jesus said, receive your sight now. Your faith has healed you. Now, this story is told in several of the Gospels. But in Luke, in the very same chapter as this story of Bartimaeus, Jesus tells another story, a parable, about a persistent widow who felt like she had been... uh, not, was not receiving justice. So while she was being very annoying, she was so persistent that she still got results. And this is what Jesus said about it. He said, And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? You see, the Lord was showing us by his teaching, And by a real life event. That there is a difference between believing and in results oriented faith. He could just as easily have called this lesson. The parable of the squeaky wheel. Because the Lord says pray. Pray. Keep praying. Don't give up. Keep coming at me. I will hear you, and I will reward you for your persistence. You know something? I think Bartimaeus is a hero of the faith. You know why? Because he cried out to God. Because he didn't shut up when they told him to. Because he's a central figure in a major God principle about faith. He's a hero because when Jesus showed up, he stopped begging for a handout and he started begging for healing. You know, I don't know about any of you, but over too many years, much to my own regret, I sat over there on the fourth row and was blessed by the worship and inspired by the message every Sunday. I knew I was saved and a believer. And I thought it was enough. I never put my faith to action. I never cried out to God to intervene in my life like Bartimaeus. Never persisted. Never chased God like that. Well, fortunately, for me, God's grace is amazing. And patient. But I know that whatever you are dealing with out there today, Jesus is the answer for you. You have a problem, He can solve it. You have a conflict, He can resolve it. You have hurt, He can heal it. You have stress, He can calm it. You have loss, He can restore it. You have doubt, He can destroy it. You have sin. He can forgive it. Whatever your situation is, Jesus is the answer, but believing is just the beginning of faith. You see, faith can be humble and receptive, but faith is not timid. Faith is bold. Faith is active. And sometimes, faith is loud. 
Because even if Bartimaeus believed, if he didn't cry out to the Lord and keep doing it, the Lord might have walked right by a blind beggar that day. So we have to keep praying. We have to keep crying out. We have to keep trusting the Lord. We have to keep being the squeaky wheel. Because that's when we can look forward to hearing the voice of the Lord say to us, your faith has made you whole. Will you receive that this morning? You probably have heard the story of the Good Samaritan in the Bible. Coming up next, hear how the Lord sometimes puts people in your path who need your help, but these encounters also bring a special blessing into your life. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools, maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org. Stay tuned. I'd like to tell you about the new man in my life. He's absolutely amazing. He's bright, strong, and he lights up my life. He's Leo, the new versatile pocket light from Nebo Tools. Leo is so dependable. I won't go anywhere without him. Leo is fully dimmable, equipped with memory power setting, and has both work light and spotlight modes that pivot and rotate to direct the light wherever you need it. Leo sports a pocket clip, magnetic base, kickstand, and hanging hook to give me endless options for hands-free lighting. I absolutely love my Leo. Bobby enjoys reading every email you send and personally responds to most of them. Email him at bobby at onthebrightside.org. But first I want to tell you about Archie and Frank. Archie and Frank were best friends, but they had a standing disagreement. Archie believed that Jesus was white, and Frank insisted Jesus was black. For years they argued about it, and as fate would have it, they both died on the same day and found themselves at the pearly gates. They couldn't wait to have the issue settled, so they ran up to St. Peter. We've got to know, is Jesus white or is he black? Peter says, well, here he comes, why don't you ask him yourself? And there was Jesus who walked right up to greet them by saying, Buenos dias. (laughs) And believe it or not, that joke goes over real, real well in Mexico. Okay, well, we all know the story of the Good Samaritan. But while reading it this week, I discovered that Jesus revealed the parable as a result of a young lawyer asking him the question, Lord, what must I do to to inherit eternal life? So based on that, I determined that this parable deserved a closer examination. And I found it's interesting that the parable reveals three distinct and different attitudes that motivate people today just as easy as it did then. As it did, did then. The first attitude is that of the robbers, and that is, what's yours is mine. When the man traveling fell into the hands of robbers who beat him and left him helpless beside the road, there are people in the world today who are resentful of what others have, and they'll cross the line of decency to get it. And we know this. The second attitude is, what's mine is mine. 
when the priest and the Levite saw that the man was hurt, they crossed to the other side and chose to do nothing. They chose to just mind their own business. And this is the most dangerous attitude because even us Christians can be guilty of being selective to who and when we want to give our resources to come to someone's aid. The third attitude shown in the parable is what's mine is yours. And here is where the Samaritan comes upon the man and has pity on him. And he treats his wounds and he takes him to safety. And this is the right attitude that Jesus was focused on. Years ago, my brother Glenn and I traveled to Chicago in the dead of winter for a trade show. And one morning during a blizzard, Glenn was pulling the car out of the hotel parking lot when he saw a stranger standing on the corner, obviously cold and unsuccessful in getting a cab. Without thinking much about it, Glenn pulled over and offered the man a ride in the direction he was going. The man was very thankful and also was attending the trade show. So on the ride to the convention center, this man learns of our business, and because of his background, he offers some advice that led to a remarkable improvement to the productivity of our factory that actually doubled our profitability. So while Glenn's act of kindness had no motive other than to help the man, it proves that sometimes the Lord puts people in our path that need our help, but it was also in order to bring about a blessing in our own life. Well, that seems like a random act of kindness, and random act of kindness are good. But the problem with that statement is that kindness really shouldn't be random. Genuine kindness is what we're looking for. And genuine kindness is the attitude that says, what's mine is yours. One of the sobering things about Jesus' parables is that while you get revelation on what it takes to see the kingdom of heaven, you also get insight on what won't get you there. And the attitude of what's yours is mine and what's mine is mine are two attitudes that won't get you there. When Jesus was finished with the parable, he asked the young lawyer, which of the three was a neighbor to the man who fell in the hands of the robbers? And the lawyer said, the one who had mercy on him. Then Jesus said, go and do likewise. The man who lives believing what's mine is yours. He knows that what belongs to him belongs to God. And everything that belongs to us is meant to be shared. And that's why the parable of the Good Samaritan is more than a story, but a warning of wrong attitudes to avoid and a description of who God wants to spend eternity with. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. If you enjoyed the show and wanted to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker 
flicker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.